Hello and welcome to The Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The American Broadcasting Company presents The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. With his faithful valet Cato, Britt Reeve, daring young publisher, matches wits with the underworld risking his life that criminals and racketeers within the law may feel its weight by the sting of the Green Hornet. The Green Hornet strikes again. rolled to a stop, and the curious press room men gathered around to ask questions. Just what's happened, Gunnigan? Yeah, we just got the Bulldog edition rolling. Yeah, yeah what are you stopping us yeah, for? Get down out of here! We've got everything set for a quick change. It's a front-page switch. Well, give her the hot news, Gunnigan. What's up? Yeah. Plenty! Mayor Ryan Cliff's just been indicted for grab! <laughs> A short time later, Britt Reed, young playboy publisher of the Daily Sentinel, was in the city room discussing the news with Gunnigan and Mike Axford, one of the Sentinel reporters. Frankly, I've been stunned by the news of Ryan Cliff's indictment. He's a close personal friend of mine and has been proven to be the best mayor this city has had up to now. Maybe so, Reed. Sure, it's easy to know how you feel about her when you know him so well, but that's the way it was. <clears throat> well, way. so you still think he's guilty, eh? What else can we think, Chief? Cardin to the indictment, he's... Gunning, and don't forget he has only been indicted. That doesn't prove he's guilty by a long shot. And it's only fair to consider him innocent until he is proven guilty. Well, I... Especially uh... since we're newspaper men. It's downright unethical to try the mayor's case in the papers, as the others are already doing. That's a function for the courts. Uh, by God, he reads your right. Guess I wasn't thinking. Well, that might be the case, Chief. But remember, the guy who's accusing Ryan Cliff is David Franklin. Big political boss of the state. Now, he ain't sticking his neck out like that for nothing. Well, that remains to be seen. Oh, Axford, try to get an interview with both Rancliffe and Frankton. Then let me know what you get from them. Say, that's a good idea, Chief. We'll run both interviews in the same edition. Oh. If Axford gets anything from him. Oh, I'll come back with something all right. Don't worry about that. See you both later. Okay, Axford. I'll be waiting to know what they say, so see me when you get back. Okay, It was late the following afternoon when Mike Axford finally got in for the interview with Mary Ru Mayor Rhinecliffe. The mayor, a genial-faced, stocky man, showed no trace of worry as he sat talking to Axford. Of course, the accusation by Frankton and the indictment came as a complete surprise to me, Mr. Axford. 
But I'm sure the whole case will fall through. But uh, what about the fact that Franklin says he can prove what he claims, Mr. Mayor? No, it's preposterous. I've never taken one penny of graft. And I never intended to do so. According to Franklin, I'm supposed to have taken a large sum of money from the citywide construction company. In return for which, according to Franklin, I influenced the city housing director in picking their bid. So that's the charge he brought, huh? That's it. But I can prove I had nothing to do with the selection of that bid. And I can further prove I did not receive one cent from that construction company, or any other company for that matter. Well, it's easy to see you're not the least bit worried about the whole thing, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> but uh, what gets me is why Franklin should bring a charge like that if it's not true. Frankly, that puzzles me, too. I've always been on the best of terms with Franklin, or so I thought up to now. Well, I'm afraid I'll have to bring the interview to a close, Mr. Axford. There's nothing more I can say on the subject right now. Okay, Mr. Mayor. But uh, if you don't mind, there's just one thing I'd like to ask. Very well. Have you any idea what sort of proof it is that Franklin expects to bring out? Well, for one thing, he claims he can produce a letter written by me to Mr. Purcell, the assistant housing director. Purcell handled the bids while the director was on extended leave. Franklin says that in the letter, I definitely directed Purcell to give the bid to Citywide that I spoke of certain money which would be forthcoming to me. <laughs> whole thing is ridiculous. Purcell will be my main witness. Yeah. Well, thanks for seeing me, Mr. Mayor. Oh, not at all. I'm always glad to talk to a reporter from the Daily Sentinel. Good day, Mr. Axford. Goodbye, sir. And good luck to you in your case. I hope Purcell can throw the lie to Frankton... Axford walked slowly down the steps of the city hall as he put his attention on the notes he had scribbled while interviewing the mayor. Then suddenly... Suffering snakes! Somebody got shot down! Let me through! Everybody stand back! Oh, hello, Axford. Hi, Cassidy. What happened? Anyone hurt bad? Sure. This man lying here was killed by bullets from that machine gun. You must have heard it. I heard it, all right. But it all happened so fast. Have you found out who he is or who did the shooting? Well, the killers got away too fast to find out anything about them. But I know this guy, all right. He must have just come out of City Hall. Yeah? Who is he, then? He's uh, an assistant in the housing director's office. Guy by the name of Purcell. A short time later in the Daily Sentinel... Cassie, he's reading his office. Well, yes, he is, Axford. Oh, Axford, I've been waiting for you to come in. But Gunnigan told me you called in the story about Purcell's murder. He's been waiting for a follow-up and I doesn't... stopped at the city room on my way here, Reed. Oh, good. I gave Gunnigan what details I could. Of course, the cops haven't any clue to the killers. But from something the mayor told me, well... Well, what? Reed... Mayor Rhinecliffe told me just a while ago that Purcell, he's the assistant housing director for the city, you know. Well, Purcell was to be the main witness for Rhinecliffe in the Graf case. Really? Well, it looks to me as though somebody didn't want Purcell to testify for Rhinecliffe. Yes. Yes, it does, Miss Case. And I wouldn't trust Frankton any further than I could see him just among us. Frankton? Huh. You don't think a big shot like him would pull a thing like that, do you? Maybe I do, and maybe I don't, Axford. Now, see here, Casey. It could have been the other way around. 
Well, what do you mean? Well, maybe Purcell was going to testify against the mayor, in spite of what he told me. So what's to prevent Rhinecliffe from trying I know to... Rhinecliffe wouldn't do such a thing. Okay, but my way of thinking is just as good as Casey's. Well, what any one of us thinks doesn't matter. The facts will have to be proved before either Franklin or Rhinecliffe can be involved in Purcell's killing. Come into my office, Axford. Tell me everything Mayor Rhinecliffe said to you in the interview. Sure, he'd sure. I took notes so I can tell you what he said almost word for word. Britt Reed listened closely as Axford told about his interview with Mayor Rhinecliffe. A short time later, Britt sent Axford to police headquarters for further news. Then, leaving the Sentinel building, the young publisher went to his apartment, where Cato, his faithful Filipino valet, and the only person knowing his identity as the Green Hornet was waiting. The two men discussed the case. Cato? Axford told me he found out from the mayor that Frankton claims he can produce a letter signed by Rhinecliffe in which he directed Purcell to give a housing construction bid to the citywide construction company. Oh, that's not good. Moreover, Mayor Rhinecliffe is said to have mentioned in the letter that he was to receive a sum of money if the bid went through. Would seem men in position of mayor not do anything so unwise as that, Mr. Britt? Of course. Mayor Rhinecliffe is a smart man. He certainly wouldn't put anything like that into a letter to a subordinate, or to anybody else for that matter. Who well, yet, person in position like Frank did not likely... Frankton wouldn't make a statement he couldn't back up. Well, then you think Frankton be able to produce such a letter, perhaps? Yes. He must have a letter signed by the mayor that will prove damaging. Oh, yet I have faith in Mayor Rhinecliffe. Well, you think there's some trick to make letter damaging, Mr. Britt? It could be. I'd like to see that letter. Of course, if Rhinecliffe has pulled something crooked, he'd have to take the consequences. Well, Frankton I... not show letter to anyone... Not even publisher of Sentinel. But perhaps there's some way Green Hornet... Yes. Maybe the Green Hornet could get that letter, Cato. It's worth a try, anyhow. Will Green Hornet try tonight, perhaps? Why not? We'll leave right now. Come on. right in the back of the building where Frankton has his offices. His private office is on the first floor at the back. You know which windows are in Frankton's office, Mr. Britt? Yes. Those two there. Pull close to the building and stop. His office is just above us. Will you think it difficult to get in? No. We'll climb to the top of the car. There I can reach up and manipulate the window catch. Come on. It's dark here in back alley. Yes. No one will notice the black beauty. Now we'll get to the car, Tom. Oh, this brings us right up to window. Yes. Here goes. Using a thin steel instrument, Brick Reed worked for a few minutes in the window catch until finally it gave way. Well, that did it. Follow me inside, kiddo. Don't make any noise. We don't want to have the building guard on our necks. Okay, come on. I'm coming. Flash your light around to get our bearings. Yes, sir. Look, their file cabinet. Yes. You go look through the files under the R's. See if you find anything on Rhinecliffe. <laughs> 
I'll go through Franklin's desk. All right. It'll only take a minute. Now to search his desk. Britt and Cato made an exhaustive search of Franklin's office, but without success. Then, noticing a small safe, the old-fashioned type, in the corner, Britt decided to force it open. Time moved swiftly as Britt, with experienced fingers, worked on the safe. With the aid of a small electrical device to amplify the sound of the tumblers, he twirled the knobs untiringly. Familiar with this type of safe, but it's taking a long time to... There. I heard the tumblers fall, Cato. Oh, that good. We here in office too long for comfort. Yes. Now for a look inside. Safe connected with burglar alarm. Yes. I'll have to hurry. The guard will be here any minute. You go out the window now. Hurry. I have Black Beauty ready for quick getaway. An envelope. Evidence against Rhinecliff. I got it. Oh, the guards have to beat it. Hey, look. Go through the window. It's a green horn. Shoot again, Bill. Quick. Attracted by the burglar alarm which had been connected to Frankton's safe, two guards rushed into Frankton's office as Britt Reed started through the window, and they shot at him. At the second shot, Britt groaned, and for a few seconds swayed as he straddled the window ledge. He's shot! Let's close in on him! You hit! I held! I'm all right. Grace my shoulder. Quick, help me. Here, must hurry. Jump to ground. Get in, quick. Hurry, Cato. A short time later, Britt Reed and Cato were back in their apartment discussing their narrow escape. Would have me pretty scared, Mr. Britt, when I see you get hit. Luckily, the bullet just grazed my shoulder. <laughs> but for the moment, I was slightly stunned. Oh, it feels all right now, thanks to your doctoring, Cato. Will you not look at letter yet? Oh, we'll look it over now. Hand it to me, will you? Yes. Let's see now. What did it say, Mr. Britt? It's a long letter, Cato. Taking up a whole sheet of paper and part of another. The incriminating part is the last paragraph on the first page and the ending. Well, it not seem possible Mayor write such a letter. Well, there it is. Of course, he'd have to have something on Purcell to dare to put on such a thing in writing. Well, then you think Rhinecliff really signed letter? Oh, he signed it all right. I've seen his signature often enough. But I... Will you have other thought? Yes, I have, Cato. What are you thinking of, Mr. Britt? I'm thinking of a plan to find out the truth. I'll tell you what my plan is, and then in the morning I'll put it into effect. And I have reason to believe we'll get results. It was late the following afternoon when Mr. Frankton, big political boss, looked up from his desk as one of his assistants entered the office. Well, what is it? 
Brankton, this special delivery letter just arrived for you. All right, let me have it. Oh, here it is. Mm, from the Daily Sentinel, huh? Yeah. Dear Mr. Frankton, the rumor has reached us that in view of a turn of events, you intend to resign your office. We shall appreciate it if you will send us a signed statement verifying or denying this rumor, as the case may be. But, Mr. Frankton... Oh, wait a minute. We shall withhold any mention of the matter until we have definite written word from you. Well, of all the... How did such a rumor get started? Uh, I wouldn't know. Well, you go get a denial typed up right away and bring it in for me to sign. I'll stop that rumor here and now. Okay, right away. Yes? Miss Hood, I have a letter here from the Daily Sentinel. Special delivery that just arrived. Yes, sir. There's a rumor going around that I'm going to resign as city housing director. I want you to write out a denial of that rumor and bring to me for my signature as soon as possible. Yes, Mr. Dixon, I'll type it right now. That same afternoon in the mayor's office... We shall withhold any mention of the matter until we have definite written word from you. Hmm. I'll have to get out a denial of that rumor right away. The following night, Brick Reed arrived at his apartment. Will you get replies to letters, Mr. Britt? Yes, Cato. Needless to say, all three deny the rumor. Here are the replies. Come over to the desk. I want to get the letter we took from Franklin's office the other night. Oh, it'd be interesting to find out that you're on the right track. Yes. Well, let's see. Yes, here it is. Now, we'll study these carefully. Now, look here. On the second page of the letter, offers as evidence, there's only two small A's used. In the words anxious and R. But they're perfectly formed. On page one of this same letter, the small letter A is broken. A nick on the type. Oh, that's right. Otherwise, the type is well matched. In both pages, it's clear and dark. Oh, in Mayer's denial note, the A matched that on second page. Yes. That proves somebody retyped the first page, making it tie in with what was written on page two, which contains the signature of Rankliff. Well, perhaps one of the other two denials show that... Oh, oh look, Mr. Britt. Oh, that's it, Cato. There's the slight neck. Then that the one who... I feel sure it is. If so, he was responsible for Purcell's death, too. I'm going to make a phone call. Then we'll act. I hope he's still at his office. It'll make things easier for us. Hello? This is Britt Reed of the Daily Sentinel calling. I... Oh, is it? Good. I was afraid you might have left... I call to say we received your denial, and we'll spike the rumor. Yes. And, uh, by the way, it might interest you to know the authorities have a line on Purcell's killers. Yes. They expect to close in on their hideout later tonight. Oh, yes, of course. Good night. All right, Cato. Now we'll go take out the Black Beauty. The Green Hornet has a job to do.
Well, maybe he'd not drive to hideout, but use phone instead, Mr. Britt. I don't think he'll phone. He'll want to make sure those killers leave town without putting the finger on it. With not good, we wait too long inside alley. If someone comes... Quiet, kiddo. There's someone coming out over there now. Oh, you think it him? Wait till he passes under the streetlight. And be ready to leave us a... That's our man, Kato. He's getting into car at curb. There he goes. Get after him and hurry. Man, we follow. Yes. There's a light on the front room of that old house. Come on. I must be careful. They kill us. We'll be ready for them. Anyway, we'll be taking them by surprise. Easy now. in there? Yes. I'll sling the door open suddenly. You come in when I need you. Yes, sir. Here goes. Don't move, any of you. Well, Nixon, here I am according to your plan. Plan? What are you talking about? Oh, don't worry about those two mugs, Nixon. I promised I'd get rid of them for you. Hey, what's that you say? Don't pay any attention to them boys. He's Look, trying to... Look, Nixon, I don't fool around when I have a job to do. You want them out of the way because they might involve you in the murder of your assistant, don't you? Sure. Nixon told him about us knocking off Purcell. Yeah, that dirty skunk. He's the one who paid us to do it, too. Shut up, you two. It's a double cross. He's hired the hornet to rub us out, Joe. This is all a trick. But you won't get away with that hornet. I'll no, you won't. That was lucky. But this time, I'll show you. You talk too much, Nixon. Joe, we better do something. I'll do something right now. Joe, use your rod. Get the hornet. Watch it, Joe. Joe, not help you from this. Oh, hey, listen, hornet. Let, let me alone. I'll tell you anything you want to know. Honest, I will. Listen to me, killer. If you know what's good for you, you'll tell the cops everything you know about Purcell. Yeah. Turn state's witness. And then maybe you won't hang with those two. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell everything. See that you do. Now take this. No. <laughs> now you can phone the police, Cato. I'll leave a little note telling that these are Purcell's killers. Joe's talking will do the rest. Later that night in the city room of the Daily Sentinel... And a live accident. We sure got a story this time. Yeah, that we have. They phoned Reed and he said he'd come down. Wants to write an editorial as a follow-up. Yeah, I suppose it. Oh, here he comes now. Well, seems as though you have big news tonight, Gunnigan. We sure have, Chief. Imagine, Reed. The city housing director, Nixon, was behind the whole thing. He was? Yeah. The cops got a confession from one of the killers that he'd hired to get rid of Purcell. But I don't get it. Let me tell you, Reed. Nixon had it in for Mayor Reincliffe because the mayor was suspicious of him and warned him if he didn't watch out, Purcell would get his job. That's right, Chief. Then, when the big housing project came up, the mayor purposely sent Nixon out of town so as Purcell could handle the bids. But what about the evidence Franklin had against the mayor? Oh, that. Well, Nixon took that to Franklin, so Franklin thought it was on the level. But it wasn't. No? You see, the mayor wrote to Purcell telling him how important it was to deal honest with them bids, saying it meant a lot to the city. He said any partiality would bring disgrace to the department. 
and to him, uh, the mayor, that is, and would result in Purcell's dismissal. Well? Nixon took that letter, two pages it was, and retyped the first page so it fitted into the second page, making it seem like mayor was taking a bribe. Nixon had Purcell get the mayor's copy of the first letter. Then Purcell got suspicious and guessed the truth. Sure. So Nixon had him killed before he could show him up. But it was the Hornet who tipped off the cops who had to find Nixon with the killers, though. The Green Hornet? That it was. That's right. He was in with him. But he and Nixon had a fallen out, so he messed him up and pawned the cops. Well, I'm glad to hear Franklin and the mayor are both in the clear. <laughs> sure. Franklin already sent an apology to Rhinecliff. <laughs> well, Franklin was only doing his duty as he saw it. Yeah, that's right. Sure. And the Hornet did his duty as he saw it, too. Only all he was thinking about was himself. Huh. I know that spot feeling like a book, that I do. Well, uh, remember, you can't judge a book by its cover, expert. Good night. Huh. Now, what the devil did he mean by that, I'd like to know? <laughs> to you by radioclassics.com programs are copyright their respective owners all rights reserved